Beyond the well-dressed people mingling in the suite, the stars of the night sky are sprinkled here above the fog cloud of the city of smog. Here in the fingers, it's one of the few places you can even see them. The camera shows a younger reficule standing on the balcony, a piece of chalky in his hand, staring up at them idly. You see Ambrose Muglin navigating his way through and exchanging pleasantries with his guests. A fair number of them are sporting tattoos of a broken heart, but all are enjoying their refreshments. Muglin seems distracted, constantly looking out on the balcony towards Reficule as he makes idle chit-chat. Oh god, I forgot about this. Excuse me, Muglin? No, that was not French. Wait. Someone do a French accent. No, you got it. Just keep doing what you're doing, man. You got this. Absolutely. Oh. Damn it. Excuse me, Muglin. Enters a familiar voice, or unfamiliar voice, of Angelique Loveless. He wanders over towards the guest of honor, kissing the back of her hand as he arrives. I forgot I wrote dialogue. What was I thinking? You're thinking good because you're very fucking good at these. Keep writing dialogue. <laughs> not maybe not in French or Irish. Yeah. Someone do an Irish accent. Not Indian. Right. So. You take it and go. Then? <laughs> I don't think I can. Okay. Loveless. I'm not even going to try. Loveless. Certainly not a lot of love lost in here tonight for you, by the looks of it. Ignoring the compliment, she then brushes her gunmetal blue hair back behind her ears, revealing the telling elvish point at the top. Her eyes are scanning the room, looking for something. Shortly, she finds it. Among the rich and the powerful. The isolated boy staring up at the stars. So it seems we are ready to finalize this deal after all. To prove your loyalty. Muglin gulps. Uh, of course, but... Are you sure there's there's not another way? A- after all, I've, I've sort of raised him as me boy. Surely he can be of use to our interests. Loveless shifts her eyes from Reficule down towards Mugland. Her eyes, one silver, one amber, stares daggers at him. Surely you're not getting cold feet? You know the price of our arrangement? To prove you are serious. Mugland shifts his weight uncomfortably. All we see is an oblivious reficule enjoying the cool breeze. No, of course not. I understand. I am with you. Good. Let us not forget, you are not the only one making sacrifices tonight. Speaking of, let me introduce you to one of my associates. Lyrian, do me a favor and come over here. I've got somebody for you to meet. The scene fades to black 
leaving only sounds, a commotion of raised voices, a loud gunshot, the drawing of weapons, the sneer of Loveless, another round of gunshots. When the camera fades in, we see the slow motion descent of Reficule off the balcony, Loveless with her gun outstretched, Lyrian dead on the ground. Slowly, Reficule falls down towards the smog as it slowly envelops him until he has faded from view. Muglin pauses for just a moment. Like so many other times in his life, he swallows his feelings. This, this is the last time he tells himself. The last sacrifice he has to make. From now on, it's nothing but smooth sailing. He raises his glass, all eyes in the room on him. You're making money! A loud hoot and hollering goes up amongst the crowd, glasses clinking all around the suite. All, except for Angelique Loveless, standing motionless within the center of the swirling party. She tries to hide her emotions, her face stoic as she watches her plans unfold. A small twinge in her eye is all that slips through, a momentary sneer as one edge of her lip curls upwards. I'll come to understand. She knows they will. Even if she needs to pull this godforsaken place kicking and screaming into a brighter future. To Alkenstar, she adds, raising her glass at last. And to a prosperous future. The last shot we see is Mugland staring at her, smiling big. He raises his glass to the toast. His smile is genuine. We see his face smiling, bright, happy, cheerful, looking forward to a brighter future. And with a slow dissolve, the face swipes to current day Mugland. His hair is still bleached white, but disheveled. Cuts and bruises dot his face, his entire outfit torn and dirtied. In the background, we hear the duel between Reficule and Charcosa rage on. The entire room is focused on that unfolding event. The camera pans down, and we can see his hands are not bound tightly. In fact, the ropes are so loose, his hands can slip out completely. If there was one thing this Ambrose Muglin has learned, climbing up from street urchin to kingpin, it's this. Always have a contingency plan. He nods to the man in charge of securing him. 
the last bit of his gold spent paying this man off days ago before he even came here and offered himself up as collateral. In that moment, a cheer goes up from the outlaws. Ruficule, against all odds, has done it. He had beaten Charcosa one-on-one. Of course he had. Equal parts of respect and dread go up through Mugland. And that survival instinct that has brought him out of the slums and into the heights of the fingers kicked in. It was now or never. His hand comes out from behind his back, the ropes falling slowly towards the the floor. A gun is tossed to him from the gilded gunner known as Drela, landing ever so smoothly in his hands. Arms raised up, his gun hovers, pointing over Reficule and Charcosa. We see Reficule helping Charcosa to her feet, hands both up in triumph. Players, I need you to do me a favor and roll some initiative. Let's go! Using perception. Steve, you are so fucking good at that. Holy goddamn. It's it's been a while since I was able to do one of these, so I've been. You gotta give Muglin a good send off, right? It's true. You really do. Okay, so I don't know exactly how the raw works on this, but Muglin is currently under investigation. Can I add Pursue a Lead to my initiative roll here or no? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Tight. So Mugland and Drela will be rolling their initiatives with Deception since they are trying to get one over on you guys. Mugland is setting the tone with a 30. And Drela is setting the scene with a 33. Wow. Oh, God. So this is a tall order here. Ruffy gets the drop on Ambrose Mugland. Everyone's just ready to go. 31. Let's go. Not too bad. Actually, do we... uh, I feel like the answer is probably no, but God, it's been so long. Do we have a scouting bonus? I think in this case, it's fair to say that with the distractions going on, there was no active scouting bonus. If there was, would it have made a difference in this rolls? Uh, doesn't no. appear so. This tie would still go to, yeah. So even if you did, it would be a plus two scouting bonus. Ooh, it, yeah. it would. So Saruk, Halbert, and Stan, fuckhead, will all go on third. Did I take Pilgrim's token and forget about it? No, damn it. <laughs> uh, thirty would still make. I think it wouldn't. The only thing that would be different. Yeah, I guess it wouldn't actually make a difference. Even with right. the plus two bonus, it'd still be the same order. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to make this the terrible call of taking away your scouting bonus. But I think narratively, you guys are caught off guard. It probably makes sense not to yeah, have it. Yeah, for sure. Ruficule. Oh, I need to roll for um actually Charcosa as well. Oh boy, Charcosa. Oh wait, she she'd be rolling with perception, which actually makes her have one more. So she actually beats Rayla with her perception. She's the fastest gun in Alkenstar. That's true. I guess we're beginning. We're beginning. Charcosa with the 34 
you know, Reficule and her have their hands in triumph. There's a few, her, her friend, buddies are on the side. She's bloodied, bruised, beaten. Her hands go up in triumph. And like through the like blurry eyes, her sort of like danger sense kicks in. And on the other side of the room, she sees Muglin pulling this, this stuff. And she's, she's on it. And so Sharkosa, unfortunately, I believe at the end of the last fight, she didn't have her weapon loaded. She can't move and make strikes or anything. She has to draw her pistol or make a, a, a melee strike, but she doesn't have... She's not going to be able to use her quickest draw action, but she does get to go first. So I think on her first... Yeah, uh, did she... Oh, yeah, she did drop it, right? That's right. Narratively, she dropped it at the end of the thing, so... I think her first action as she sees this, like she sees them doing this whole thing and sees it coming before it happens. She bends down, uses one action. Like you see her like Refi, she kind of like pushes, like breaks her hand free, reaches down and you watch as she kind of picks up the weapon. And in this like really awesome, smooth motion, like draws like a bullet and second action interacts and takes aim right at Mugland, I believe. And is like, down and she'll take her uh, dueling pistol strike against Mugland 27 is a hit just barely with the partial bonus provided by Wiber but it is a hit so she'll go ahead and do her dueling pistol damage actually let me see okay so here's here's what happens this is a hit and as she comes at Mugland to hit him he's going to use a reaction he has the slippery little bugger he is, he uses his slippery dodge reaction. If he would be hit by a strike, but a plus two circumstance bonus would make a hit, he makes the attack mix. So, like, the, the, the shot goes right where he would have been, and he, like, ducks his head just enough that it, like, explodes the wall behind his head. So the hit misses. The gunshot, like, echoes. Everyone is now, like, struggling to see what's going on. But that's Sharkos's turn. Drela but just toss Muglin the weapon goes to his um, goes to his belt where he's got this like really ornate short sword and uses quick draw interacts with the short sword um, Anita you're sitting there back to this guy as you're watching the battle unfold he takes this short sword and immediately tries to run Anita through the back uh, because of his surprise attack feature Anita is considered flat-footed because she has not yet attacked, not yet acted in this combat. So you are flat-footed for this mm-hmm. strike. He targets you with the short sword. <laughs> Don't like that. 18 sound. on the dice for a total of 36, which is going to be... Of course. I am not surprised. Welcome back. Oh my God. Uh, with, with adding sneak attack to this, Catching you off guard, Anita takes 52 points of damage. Okay. Still up, but you actually, you all watch as like the blade like sort of comes oh. through Anita, right? Like all you see is like the this blade through the front of her. That was one action. Oh. Yeah, I think second action, not much to do here. Uh, map attack against Anita. Well, are you kidding me? Mm. <laughs> Well, that's a natural 20. Yep. (laughs) 
Of let's course. roll more critical damage. Oh, all ones. Oh, wow. Whoa, let's go. We're lucky today. I'm 26. Still up. Are you still yeah. standing? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. We're good. Crit all ones. So I think this blade, like he crits you, right? But somewhere, some deity in the great beyond, the clock mother, Bri herself, guides the blades in the least like manner, like right through all your vital organs. Or maybe you've got like some vital organ. What if there's a vital organ replaced by some clockwork machinery that just like, <laughs> who knows? You manage to basically stay uh, stay up. I guess for his third action, I think as he's doing this, he locks eyes with Hal. Come and get it as he as he like is taunting you, Hal. He's gonna target you with a uh, demoralize and make a intimidation check against your uh, nineteen. I don't think that's gonna beat you, so. Maybe you don't even hear it. Maybe you drown out. But Ruffy, you're next to react. You just watched Anita take two crits. Like a boss. Like a boss. Bring it on. Right. Um, so draw pistol. Oh, I can't get to them. Reaction stride towards an enemy that I can see. Point my gun at Muglin's head. Ooh. Oh, fuck. But my hand trembles a bit. And scenes from my childhood flash before me. Good and bad. And then I see Annie taking these hits. And my eyes harden. And my pistol moves over towards the guard and uh, I'm going to shoot him say Annie get out of there <laughs> 25 is going to be a miss he needs a hero point alright let's hero point it oh in chat Refuel gets a hero point 27 is just enough to hit with the cover provided. But he uses his nimble dodge to sort of like just get out of the last second and it just deflects just barely off his like uh, cloak into the wall. All right. Um, first, so that was my first. Action. Actually, wait, wait. His, let me just see something. His is different. His is not like Muglin can be done on a hit, but his has to be like declared when the attack happens. And I didn't declare it before you did it. Yeah, it's a different trigger. So the, the attack hits. All right. So he takes 14 points of damage. Boom. 14 points of damage. Etches him square in the shoulder. Do I see Muglin uh, with his pistol drawn or like drawing his pistol, right? He definitely has his pistol up in, like, an attack sort of direction aimed. Although it's it, you've been, you move so quick, it's hard to tell if he's aiming at you or not, right? I might have had some hesitancy shooting him, but I'll definitely punch him in the fucking face. So I'll do a reloading strike and uh, strike Mugland. 
So we got uh, Refuel got a hero point from chat, and then Hal got a hero point, and Saruk all got a hero point from chat. So Man. make sure you guys add those. That means I have three hero points going into this. What could possibly 20. go wrong? 23 no, is going to miss. That's how shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to... I think I think he's even taunting you a bit, right? Like, he's, he's kind of like, just kind of like, I'm the one that taught you to fight, son. Not going to work on me. And then I'm going to use a third action to aid the next attack uh, against our foes. That's all three actions. Mugland gets to react next. I think with his pistol cocked and aimed, and there's the the he draws it like across the front of your reficule. And there seems like there's a moment where it just hesitates over you, but you see quickly he pushes it past you as he's dodging your strikes and has Sharkosa right in his sights, and he is going to strike Sharkosa with his dueling pistol. Oh my wow. goodness gracious. We are... 36. It's that fight? <laughs> it's that type mm-hmm. of fight where the GM crits all the time. <laughs> but the D10s are way, Steven. Fatal <laughs> trait, man. 36 points is enough. Like, Sharkosa gets blasted, spins backwards, her firearm falls to the ground. As she is now like, die. She's at dying two right now. And then with his second action, he reaches back, opens the door behind him, and for a third action, strides down the hall. I like to delay. Damn it, Rick! Were you delaying till after Anita too? Was that your thought process? Uh, I too would like to delay. Okay, double delay. All right, first. Uh, first action, I'm going to step back from this man because we don't know if he has any attacks or opportunities. Okay, step. You nimbly step away from him. Okay, and then I'll use my movement to get out of the way. And then for my third action, I'm going to do... Uh, I'm going to go into overdrive. Uh, using... Actually, no. Let's see... Crafting Huzzah. Uh that's a twenty-nine. And then overdrive for so success for my level. Is her level seven right now? Mm-hmm. Or level six. Uh I'm a level seven at the moment. Level seven. So the DC is thirty-one. That seemed right. No. Attempt a crafting that has a standard DC for your level. Yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm looking at the spell level DC. Sorry. Uh, 23. Yeah, that's a success. Easily. Okay, perfect. So that's it for my turn. I would like to come out of delay, please. Okay. Yeah, you can add the overdrive effect to you and Wybert as well. All right. So Rook's going to go. Oh, next. sorry. Um, Wybert does have an action as an advanced construct. So he's going to attack this man with Wybert Smash. So that's going to be just one. And Wybert Smash. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He missed with a 25. 25 is a miss, unfortunately. That's it for our turn. All right. Next will be Saruk. 
Hucky ducky. So since Mugland is currently under investigation, this is a free action. We are going to devise a stratagem against him. If it is anything less than, oh, you know yes. what? I'm going to keep that. <laughs> action the first. Zurich reaches back and hits the button that makes the backpack ballista come out. And then would a 34 hit him? A 34 is indeed a hit, but not a crit. I just want to make sure we have all your modifiers correctly on that roll. Yeah, it should be. Uh, plus well, 16, here, plus 15. It should be a 35, actually. JK. It's not seeing the rune. It's still a hit, but not a crit, but that's fine. So you can go ahead and, and do a hit. So I don't know what is in the interposing space between uh, where Saruk is and where, where Mugland is, but I want to fire to hit all of that so a bunch of shit falls on him instead of, you know... Uh, the business end of a ballista. Something, something non-lethal. Got it. So yeah, so it's definitely non-lethal. I think the hallway that he's running down is like covered in like all kinds of like golden like trophies and stuff that they've had. So it sort of just like careens around the room and just pelts him with all kinds of like debris that sort of bludgeons him for 30 points of uh, of damage. And then before Richard has to yell at me to remember my feats, I'm trying to find what I want to do the third uh, shit. Uh, shared stratagem triggers. I designate uh, how, even as I'm doing that, I think third action, I'm going to just stride up, like to spare the population of Twitch. I won't roar at my microphone, but just beating like gauntlet on breastplate, roaring and charging. I stride to here. I love it. Was that all three yeah. actions? Yeah, it is all three. That was on the presumption that I wasn't just sitting watching the duel with my backpack, Melissa. It would have been interact to draw it, fire, and then stride. Perfect. I'm going to look at Refi and see if he's going to chase down Muglin, or should I chase him down? I think I'm focused on the guy who almost killed Annie right now. All right. I will draw his weapon. And I will do a scout's charge. What scout charge have in store? So I can stride towards the enemy, make a feint using stealth. The good news is even even if this botches, he's currently flat footed to Hal from shared stratagem. Right, so missing for so it's it's an it's a failure on the feint, so that doesn't trigger, but you do have the shared stratagem which gives him flat footed. He's sort of like flat-footed because he's covered in debris, so he is going to be flat-footed to your strike. Alfred Beastwood. Fuck yes. All right. Is that a natural one? And a three. Mm. A natural one to a natural three, but that becomes a miss. So you come in, um, and the smuggling is slippery enough to like basically evade your, your strikes. Gets free at the last second and dances away from your blade. That is three actions. Charcosa um, technically changes her initiative to right, or Muglin. <laughs> that brings us to Drela. No, I think I think what Drela does is first action steps here to put himself right in the doorway. And then seeing Hal sandwiched between Mugland and Hal, he's going to take that short sword, target Hal, 
and attempt to uh, to run you through with the sword sword. My gosh, this man! Yeah, it's eight on the dice, thirty six. That's gonna be a critical hit. As a reaction, Do you have any reactions you can use? Nice. I will absolutely liberating step that. I don't know if there's anywhere Hal can go, but Hal can resist nine of it. Yeah, it doesn't look like there's a word to go, but you can at least resist some of that damage. So let's roll this damage. Okay. Ah, two, a one, a two. That's pretty low. So 36 points of damage total. Uh, take nine back because you are you know, resist nine. Thanks to liberating step. Um, so for one action stride, second action to pack. And then I think... I think his third action is going to like just give a little squinting eye at Reficule as he says not at all what your father says you would be and he's going to try to demoralize you uh, Reficule not very great 24 against your will uh, that uh, yeah that's enough. You become frightened one. I guess I will uh, shoot this guy in the face. <laughs> Trying to break the fear that I feel. Yeah, I might as well. He'll use his reaction to nimble dodge and get plus two circumstance bonus against this strike. All right. Go ahead and make the strike. Uh, 23 is a miss. He manages to sort of get the blade up and just knock the the, the barrel of your gun to the side just enough to help avoid Reloading it. Reloading strike. Let's go! Good. The parry that he gets your blade to the side leaves himself open for a critical hit on the melee strike. Let's go. Let's see what you got. Could have been nice for the the, the uh, dueling pistol, but that's alright. You got the real guns. Don't worry. Okay. Max damage? Okay. Is that max damage? No, I guess not. But still a lot. No. 24 points of damage. Uh, he must make a fortitude saving throw. Oops, sorry. I uh, clicked the wrong thing. Uh, fortitude saving throw. Uh, he succeeds, so he's not slowed. No, Steve, you are allowed to roll under 17. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Not the finale. <laughs> Third action. Same thing. I'll, I'll aid. And I'll remember this time to aid the next attack. That's all three actions. First roll. I'm going to make a death saving throw for Sharkosa. She is dying to. If for some reason she rolls a natural one here, she will instantly... Uh, you said I could roll below 17. Is that true? Richard? This is the time that you roll. A... No, dude, you have a hero point. Just use it for Sharkosa. Nice. Uh, so it's a success. Um, I think on this turn she succeeds, so she's got one. She's a dying one now. I think that um, her at this point, like all the uh, all of her like cronies that are in the room are focused on like trying to like come to her aid. So I will allow them to basically give like a stabilize. There's definitely like they got like their their like patch up kits for all the fights that happen in here. They're coming over. Um, I'm going to give them 
a medicine check. Now these aren't the greatest. We just check real quick. Aren't the the gilded gunners and stuff are not the best at medicine, um, but they are gonna get. This the DC is equal to five plus the creature's recovery roll since they're at. Um, so 15 plus his dying value. So they got to hit a 16 or higher here to stabilize. Narcosa. Uh, there, thank you, Richard, for letting me know that I could roll below 17 because they are unable at this point to stabilize Narcosa, who's still at dying one. Mugland gets his turn. First action is an interact action to open the door, which technically speaking is manipulate action, Hal. I'll take the attack of opportunity. This opens an attack of opportunity against Smuggling. Does perhaps Rafi want to aid here? We're using our brain cells yes. together to remember our class features and shit. I would like to make a feint. So through through Hal and Drela and Refkill, as you're like cracking Drela with this like critical strike, it's just enough for like the battlefield like opens and Muglin panics for a second as you're like fainting strike on him. Uh, make that that DC. DC 20 deception, I guess. Faint, right? That'll do it. Nice. Actually, your fighting condition goes away at the end of your turn as well, so it's technically 21. But yeah, uh, so you get a plus one circumstance bonus to the strike, Hal. Power of friendship. Uh, 28 is a hit. You can roll damage on that. 16. 16. All right, 16 points of damage to Muglin, who, as you, like, strike, it's not enough to interrupt him, but you catch him. His second action is going to be to basically run. And even though he's got he's got some speed for a halfling, I'll give him that. He's got 25 feet of movement, even the halfling. So he, like, like skitter as he's running away, and his third and final action is to, like, you actually watch as he goes into uh, this, like, little, like, belt pouch that he's been tossed as well. You watch as he pulls out a bullet, Hal, and you're the only one close enough to see this. The bullet is like glowing a bright neon green color as he chambers it into his gun. And he's now reloaded. Uh, but that's his three actions. Interact, stride, reload. Uh, first action, I'm going to do battle medicine to Refi with assurance. So that's 21 points of healing. And then I am going to move towards Sharkosa. Administer first aid also with assurance. So administer first aid is two actions. Oh, is it two actions? Mm, can I battle medicine her too? Uh, theoretically, you could battle medicine, right? Right, I think so. I'll see why not, yeah. All right. Also with assurance, so rise, my friend, and help us defeat this man for 25 points of healing. Charcosa comes back, 25 points of healing. You sort of push your way through the Gilded Gunners that are making a mess of things. Battle medicine, double patch up in like one quick thing, stabilize. She like breathes like <clears throat> as she sits up, open wound still, but she's not dying anymore. Perfect, fight is in over. And then for Wybert's action, he is going to attack this rogue guy. Is he automatically flat-footed already? So he will be flat-footed 
Yes, except for he has an ability called deny advantage. And he didn't he he basically denies the flat footed conditions from creatures that are seventh level or lower, which you guys are. How dare he from flanking, at least. How dare he? All right. So he's hardened warrior enough to not. Come on, Wybert. I believe in you. I believe in you. Chat believes in Wybert. Send that like Dragon Ball Z chat energy. This is the time to give. Hey! Uh, nice. <laughs> 26. Yeah, 26 is enough exactly thanks to the, uh, the flat footed condition. Yeah. Oh, but he's not flat footed. He's not. Yeah, it shows it there, but that's, that's his AC. You hit his AC with 26, so I think that's a bug because he's not actually flat footed. It's not a bug, it's a feature that let us hit. Cool, Baines. <laughs> All right, that's it for our turn. All right. Don't anybody panic. I'm just leaving the, the, the Nina, what did I just say? Don't panic. <laughs> I the other lead that I have is Sharkoza, and I'm going to devise a stratagem against her. It's a free action. Oh god. I she's flat footed right now. is like prone, lying there, dying, just barely brought back to life by Anita, yeah. So from the time we got back from uh, the, the, the mana wastes to now and in shopping and things, Saruk has bought like underneath his shield. There's a, I don't know how the firing mechanism works in this steampunk bullshit, but there's a shield pistol now. And what's loaded in it is a life shot. What a 29 hit her. <laughs> That's so, I'm like, what is going on? You're going to finish off Sharkosa? Uh, no, you've loaded a life bullet into your shield gun. Yes. He's going to die, too. <laughs> That's yeah. from, like, the new book, right? What is that book called? Uh, Treasure, Vault. Treasure Vault. All right. So 29 versus Sharko's is flat-footed. The critical hit. <clears throat> okay, so I get to roll this twice and take the better. She is either healed for 10 or... I hate that. Better. Do better. Okay, 11. Sure. She is healed for 11. I assume every guild and gutter in the place freaks the fuck out. I assume everyone freaks the fuck out. <laughs> you just you just spun the shield around and shot Sharkosa. I think Anita's like doing some surgery and like explodes with a shot. It's basic alchemy. Don't panic, people. And then I'm going to turn. <laughs> Such a weird, a weird item. But OK, thank you, Pathfinder. My choices carefully. I hate everything. Uh, OK, first action, I'm going to... Or that was that was one action, JK. Uh, okay, so then I suppose I have to. This man's here absolutely blocks the door, and there's no way to like squeeze past him short of an acrobatics check that Johnny full plate isn't going to stick. Pretty much, or physically forcing him back with a shove action or something. Okay. <laughs> I'm tempted to say that, hey, uh, Refi Sharkoz is flat footed to you now, but don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> so I think I think what's going to happen is. Oh Lord! Can I stand in the square where the uh, that training dummy is to refuse? Yeah, you can. You can stand in that square and even take cover behind it or something if you wanted to. Yeah, it's it's it doesn't take up the whole square. I move through his threat range. If something bad happens, then third action, I'm gonna battle medicine refi. I'm gonna remember if I had medicine assurance. I don't think I, I do. I heal Anita. <laughs> 
I have to stay in reaction range. Process of elimination. I do not. Okay, so we're shooting for the 15. Which I, I remember how to do this. It hasn't been several weeks. Where the M section. There we go. So Ruffy is healed for come on for eight. And that is my turn. Eight on Ruffy, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Al is going to step away from this guy. Take that full dash away. He doesn't seem to be taking opportunity attacks on you guys. I will make a snagging strike against Mugland. I will use a hero point. Use that hero point. Thanks, chat, for the hero point. Nice. So 21 turns into 28. That is a oh. hit. 23 nice damage. of damage. And he's currently flat-footed as long as he's adjacent to you, correct? Correct. And then I think I'm going to make a second attack. Map plus five. Watch out. Ooh. Nice. nice. That's definitely a hit. Or 15 more. 15 more points of damage. Chipping away. That's my turn. All right. Top of the round goes Drayla. First action. Short sword strike against Reficule. 29. That's a hit. 29. I will liberate except as a reaction. Refi can back up if you'd like to and absorbs nine of the damage. Nine of the 12 damage. Nice. Just like I almost called him the Jagua. God, it's been so long. Kijok manifests, grabs Refi by like back of shirt, pulls back. So three total, yeah. Three damage. Pulls back Refi and then uh, Drela moves back to this door and then immediately closes it. God damn it. Refi. No. Why is he getting our moves? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a an escape base shootout. They're trying to get free. Trying to get out of this place. Stride. Second action, open door. Third action, shoot and face. <laughs> shoot and face, bring it on. Oh, nimble dodge. Oh, he gets the plus two circumstance bonus. 34. Dodge nice. this, motherfucker. <laughs> 13. Mm -hmm. That's all three actions. I think at this point, with Sharkosa being alive, I think she'll get to her feet with one action, draw her pistol with another action. And she basically starts moving towards this door on the side of the room, like basically yelling that like Muglin's breaking free and trying to like rouse the rest of the, the crew. But she looks like she's heading. She's trying to get through this door to the north. But that was all her actions for this turn. Muglin. So Muglin is snagged by Hal. I think um, as you're like snagging him, he sort of like puts the dueling pistol like right up against the bottom of your chin and tries to pull the trigger on you. So he will strike. 
six on the dice for a total of 25. Which is just a hit, right? Mm-hmm. Not a crit. Okay, so he's going to roll. He's going to get the normal damage on his strike, which is 16 points of damage. And as he does so, this green glowing bullet, it's what's known as an eroding bullet. And you watch as, like, you get blasted with a, a big thing of ooze, and you now have um, 2d6 persistent acid damage burning up the side of your face, Hal. And then... So your snagging strike lasts until what? He moves out of my range. Yeah, so I think he's he will do a full stride. Oh, oh he knows better because now you've already got an opportunity to attack him. He'll step back this way once to get out of your grasp, but he still can't quite get to the door. You've kind of outplayed him in that way. So I think he'll sort of sneer and load another glowing green bullet into his gun. All right. So I am going to do battle medicine on myself, also with assurance. So that would be uh, 24 points. And then I am going to use two actions to give Wybert three. Then Wybert is going to move and follow Drayla inside. Oh. He'd have to tumble through this man. Yeah, so his spe- what's his movement speed right now? Did he have 40. an increased movement? Oh yeah, so it would just be one tumble through to get through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like my reflex or uh, Wybert's um, athletics. So it's Wybert is going to do an acrobatics check acrobatics. against the enemy's reflex DC. Okay. Oh, it's high. It's a fucking rogue. Huzzah! Yeah. I would like to use a hero point. Yeah, I'll say 22 is a, not a success. Mm-hmm. It's a failure, so you can hero point that. Send the chat, Juju, Wybert, Nimble, Robot, Ninja, Wybert, go. Come on, Wybert, you did this before with the Time Doggy Wimey. Time Doggy Wimey. Mm. Oh, it's a 19. Yeah, so 19 um, has to stay behind uh, Ruffy, basically. So that's one action. Can he attempt again? Because he has three. Uh, he can, yeah. Okay. There's a 20 on one of those. <laughs> oh, look, you got another hero point from chat. Oh, thank wow, you. Who gave it to you? <laughs> we'll try it again. All right, Wyvern. Come on. You freaking robot. It's your lucky uh, number. I'm going to change my dice. 22 is also not enough for Wybert, so he again is unable to get through. Mm-hmm. Use that new hero point. Yes, I will use a hero point on that one. Double hero point. Bring it on. Wybert's going to get through one of these ways. Also, hello to the dwarf down under in chat who's saying the foundry looks super polished and fancy, doesn't it? Wow, another nine. So what? Nine, 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 nine. Nine. So Wybert, despite his best efforts using two of his three actions so far, has been unable to get through. Every time he tries to do this, like, nimble through, like, Drela is just, like, there to, like, stop, stop his actions and block him from getting through. He's defending this doorway very well. <laughs> we have we have one more action 
we have one more try. I do. I believe in you, Wybert, so bad. Here you go, my baby. Come on, buddy. Come on. Wybert. 29? <gasps> Let's check. 29. Wybert tumbles through with the third and final attempt. And he might as well go all the way through. Yeah, <laughs> which he would. Move, bitch. All right. He's going to go all the way to Mugland. Right here on the chair. That's it for our turn. Hockey dokey. I guess the first thing I'm going to do is follow that robot. We're going to stride nebulously somewhere until I can't stride no more. I guess I'll stride to here. And then as a free action, I'm going to devise a stratagem on Mugland again. I am absolutely using a hero point. That was going to be a 31. So then that's better. Okay, so then action the second is I'm going to interact to draw my Giselle in one hand and then would a 32 hit him. It absolutely does. Nice. I think it's just like, I don't know what's in the room that I can ricochet this bullet off to do non-lethal. Wybert, maybe. Wybert. <laughs> Thanks, Wybert. I knew it. Uh, so then making sure this is printing everything correctly. Giselle shooting Charcosa. He's shooting Wybert. That's Rook has turned on us. We thought it would be you, but it was me, Dio. 16 points of non-lethal. 16 points of damage. That is my turn. Wait, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was. And then you get to give someone. I do. I get to give someone. What do I get to give? Oh, right. Uh, Hal, he's flat-footed to you. Do what you do best. Speaking of Hal, it's your turn. You are currently burning. The side of your face is burning with persistent damage of acid. Step forward. I will snagging strike this guy. Ooh, that's a miss. He should be flat-footed. Is 26 also a miss? So 26. Uh, so, it, I mean, it'd still be a 24, but his AC would be penalized by two. So if that was the case, then yes, it is a hit. Yes. But he will slippery dodge to Hell make yeah. it a miss again. Boo. Oh. I do it once. This is reaction. Um, Albert was just given a hero point from I watch Twitch. Thanks. Can I use it on that attack? <laughs> you can use it, but it'll undo his reaction, cashing it in. It's, it's this weird loop, right? Yeah, because he wouldn't he wouldn't use it unless he's hit. But if you want to reroll it, we can do that. It'll just it's possibly. a natural we'll see 20. Reroll. It's going to be a natural 20. Let's see. Uh, it's a natural one. So, um, as a matter of fact, it does remove the need for him to do a slippery dodge. Instead, he gets to use a new reaction that you haven't seen yet called Exploit Blunder. And so, as Hal comes in with a critical miss and leaves himself wide open, Mugland is able to capitalize on this. And Mugland is able to make a strike with your, you being flat-footed to him. And since he loaded last turn, he makes a dueling pistol strike. Oh my goodness. With the flat-footed condition, it's just enough for Muglin to get a critical strike back against Hal. I'll roll the critical damage here. 
41 points of damage. That was hell. Yeah, you it you already have persistent damage, so that's not gonna it's not gonna add more to it. Yeah, that's that's just it. You you still just have the two t six persistent damage. You can't get double persistent damage. Uh, that was your second action, I think. Mm-hmm. I will make a map attack. Bring on the map attack. Jesus. Uh, another miss. Alrighty, shall I roll my flat check? Uh, if you end your turn, it should prompt automatically, I think. I haven't done this in a while, but let's see. You're going to take six points of acid damage, and then you can roll that recovery check right there in chat. Oh, it does not recover. So Hal is at nine hit points. So, uh, so low. I think sensing this opening, Drela will stride across the room to the backside of Hal. Target Hal with uh, the short sword strike, which you are flat-footed. Not quite a natural 20, but it looked like it was going to be for a second. Just a hit. But you are going to take the sneak attack, so that's 19 points of damage. Hal goes down to dying one as his face continues to burn from the acid. Still has a third action. Someone's sitting here trying to tell himself it's not okay to stab Hal while he's down. Yeah, I mean, Hal goes, definitely goes uh, unconscious, right? Yeah. Drela can't really get the door open, so he's going to take his uh, third action with the map attack onto Hal's downed body. It's a hit, but not a crit. Thank God. Barely a hit, as a matter of fact. I believe that just increases your dying condition to dying two. And that's Drayla's turn. Rufka, you're watching in horror as Drayla is like downing and stabbing Al. How you move initiative to before Drayla at the top of the tracker now. Not triggering that damage. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Seeing this go on and seeing Mugland about to act. I yell out, I can almost hear him now. And I, shh, this time, seeing my friend go down, I make no hesitation. And I fire. Gosh, here we go. Is, is this the, where the story gives us a natural one or a natural 20? Because the story could go either way. <laughs> Not quite a natural 20, but a 19 pretty... Dang good. Uh, that's a hit, but not a crit. That is 12 points of damage. Mm-hmm. Mugla's looking pretty rough at this point. Running reload. Oh my god. And then I'm going to use cover fire. He can either choose not to duck and I gain a bonus to my strike. Or he can duck, gain ease, gain AC, but then he is, uh, his range attacks get a negative penalty. Let me put that. He will duck. He will, he will definitely duck. Yeah. Luckily for I'm you. Use my hero point. Oh, that's fine. I was going to say, lucky for you, he's already used his, his reaction on critical misses. We just use that hero point. Come on. Uh, oh, 18. Uh, that's a hit. 
Rawhide. Rawhide. That's close enough to the theme. Mm. And that's all three actions. Carcosa opens the door. Disappears up here to like sort of the headquarters, still like yelling for to cover the exits. Mugman gets a chance here. He looks at you uh, very deeply. Um, his eyes go from you to the door and you. There is a sort of moment where he you can see he's weighing his options, whether he's going to square up and attack you. And he chooses to make a go for it. So he steps this way, opens the door finally after all these rounds. Please up and out of your view for now. Running again, you coward! Alright, so Anita's gonna move. Okay, when she's here, she sees how the, she sees that Hal is down, so she'll use one more action to do Searing Restoration, so one adjacent creature for 4d10. Okay. Um, so that is from Wybert. Uh, 28 points of healing for Halbrant. Not bad. Like, what does it look like? Does does Wybert have like a little thing on him that just like out smoke or what? I imagine Wybert because it's like ele- uh, uh, it's electricity. So once Anita pushes like the bu- the button that's on the heel of her of her boot, like just a bunch of electrical uh, stuff comes out of Wybert and then goes through how. Sorry, guys, my brain is not working today. Nope, that's cool. So so Hal does heal 28 points of Searing Restoration damage. No longer dying. Uh, no longer unconscious. Yeah, unfortunately, the persistent damage isn't like a bleed. A bleed. Okay, yeah. Because that would have given Hal like another thing. Okay, so, so I have one more action. So I'll give that one action to Wybert. And then Wybert is going to move to this fella right here. Whee! Oh. Make sure to make that unstable check for... for uh... All right. Let me do that one first. Just a flat D20. Just a flat DC 17 check. Yeah, Wybert's smoking. Yep, Wybert's unstable now. When does this guy go? Okay, after Hal. Okay, we're good. So Wybert is going to run after Muglin. So he has 40 feet of movement and he has two. So I don't know where Muglin went. All the way. Until like a door maybe. Actually, no, he'll just block his path right here. So you're gonna, are you attempting to tumble through? Yes, he will attempt to tumble through Muglin. Really have problems here, Nina. <laughs> Ninja Wybert activate. We gotta rebuild this oh. robot to make him deck space. Oh no, it was almost a natural 20. But that is not enough, that is a Okay, well then. So Wybert is gonna freaking hit him if he's not gonna move. Wybert smash. 
Oh, oh why yeah, smash? A natural 20. Like the dog before him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's only like, well, with the overdrive. Oh, that's not a crit. Hang on. Um, And then with the overdrive. Plus, uh, yeah. This strike crushes Mugland as he's attempting to get out of range and make a dash for freedom. You, cr- you, you basically hit Mugland and he falls at Wybert's feet. His head like bleeding and a pile of blood as he's now uh, dying. Um, Ruffy, I have a feeling that Wybert killed him. I think we all heard the loud mechanical noises followed by the sounds of someone collapsing in a hallway. But thank you, Anita. Yes, it, it's there. I could feel it. That's it for my turn. Okay. Ah, uh, Jesus. I hate this fucking playmail. Uh, I suppose for my first trick, Sirik's going to try to get into the room. Uh, so this is one stride. As I'm running in, I look at the the guy who was his guard. Your boss is done. Put your weapon down. I don't have any mechanically one action force him to surrender kind of things, but depending on how he reacts to that dictates where I go from here. Let's call it an intimidate. Like it's, it's basically essentially like a demoralized check with with the implication of, you know, give up or you're going to die. All right. Just like that time I bullied Sharkosa. Let's make more bad choices. Okie dokie. Oh, I still have a silver tongue mutagen on. Fuck yeah. Uh, I am absolutely going to use a hero point. Uh, plus do better. Plus give higher number than five. Plus that's lower number than five. Please. Damn. 20. Yeah. Uh, actually, believe it or not, 20 is still a success. Oh, nice. So he technically becomes frightened one with also the sort of added implication of, you know, give yourself up or bad things will happen. I'm going to presume he's going to do that. And if he doesn't, my friends will hurt him. And so third action is I'm going to just run after. And that's my turn. You wake up with a cloud of like Wybert mist bringing you back to consciousness, like smelling salts you snap into consciousness. Your, you know, your swords fall, your copesh has fallen from your hand. You're lying there. You're still burning on your face. And you look up and you can see the man still like essentially standing over you with the sword. But I was awake when Saruk said, throw down your stuff. Yeah, you would have heard all of that in a foggy sort of sense as you're coming to your senses. I think I'm going to try to get rid of this persistent. You can essentially narrate like what you have to do to if there's anything you have that can maybe help more than just a just trying to do like this. Let me know. No, I don't think so. I mean, okay. I will do like you know the uh, the sort of dog scratching the like the like stuff off his face as you try to get the 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 acid out of your fur. Give me a two action for a DC fifteen flat check. I'm down for this. Nice. That's fifteen. So for two (laughs) actions, you manage to remove the persistent uh, damage off of you and you're no longer burning like maybe it's just like get that like patch of fur out or something I don't know but it's no longer burning your face no persistent damage nice and I will stand up for my third action and make a 
like a note of bringing up my claws. Yeah, I mean, given that he could hear Muggling go down, the tide of battle has turned. He reluctantly, but with, you know, self-preservation in mind, uh, gives up, like tosses his weapon to the floor, uh, puts his hands up and sort of like casually steps back and just takes a seat on the sofa, his feet, his legs across and just kind of says, nothing personal, just business. We'll, we'll take a break here um, as the battle winds down. The danger for the outlaws have passed, but the danger for Muglin might just be starting. So let's go ahead and go to our break. While we're at break, take the time to support us here at Recall Knowledge. You can head on over to twitch.tv slash Recall Knowledge to give us a follow. We'll also accept your subscriptions, including Amazon Prime if you happen to have them. To support the show, no cost to you. Also, check us out on youtube.com slash recall knowledge. It's a great place to catch all of our past shows, get caught up on previous episodes, including book one, book two, and the prequels. Check us out everywhere. Recall knowledge. Go check us out. Uh, we'll be back in about five or ten minutes with some more Outlaws of Alconstar. Don't go anywhere. We're going to close out this book with style, I promise. Yeah. I hope. I don't know. It's up to the players what they do. There's, there's no We're going to find out together. Party, but we have Nash. God, I'm holding totally on to that. That's such a good phrase. Holy shit. <laughs> See you guys in just a minute. We are back, and it couldn't be a more dramatic moment. Wybert has critically hit and knocked Muglin to his dying his body lying on the floors of the guild halls currently a dying two condition as he was critically uh, hit we have Saruk sort of making his way down that hall between Mugland and Refib. so as this guard right this turncoat says it it's not person. it wasn't personal it's just business Refi runs forward it's always been personal and I'm gonna uh, stride forward when he gets to here Saruk blocks his passage the shield comes up not to bash but to like bar where is your head at right now I'm tumbling through alright we're using actions not words to solve our problems Reficule Please give me an acrobatics check against Saruk's reflex DC, which I don't know. What is Saruk's reflex DC? Oh, you got a straight 21 everything. Okay. Mm. We're looking for a 21. Reficule gets a hero point from Twitch chat. Of course he does. 29. Not a critical success, but it's enough to get through Saruk. 5, 10, 15. You can get there with 10 with one diagonal, right? All right, 10. 20, yeah, it's a, it counts as difficult terrain when you're tumbling through someone. Before Refi turns the corner, when it's obvious I can't stop him, do better. Be better. I know you. Be who you can be. Uh, running reload, and I'm assuming Wybert's not going to block my path. He's a robot. Yeah, and I he's mindless. Can we say that? Oh, 
Am I allowed to step over Mugland? Yeah, he's an unconscious person. He's not taking up the space. You can go through unconscious people. Running reload. Pistol out. I would say looking down at Mugland, his face, open wounds, right? Even more so than before. His hair. You can see from this angle, this like platinum bleach blonde hair with the roots dark unlike the regal father figure that he presented himself as like somebody that was over you your whole life you're literally standing over him and he looks pathetic and again my childhood flashes before me the training the beatings but again also some of the good times the gift the pistol he gave me you look and zoom in and you see on Refugule's face, still he- not quite healed, you see b- holes where piercings used to be. You see Mugland congratulating him after each successful duel with a gift of gold. A new piercing, a new ring. Higher status. And then the party at the fingers. The duel. And Muglin's voice. Cheersing. Choosing money. Over his son. And that was the last thing I heard before I drifted to unconsciousness. Falling from the fingers. Yes, Rook is going to just immediately behind. I uh, also will try to skadooch past Wyverton over the uncon. Well, actually, honestly, I think I'm going to. And I guess I'm just going to move on top of Muglin and try to stabilize him. I'm going to position myself in such a way that the bullet has to go through me to get to Muglin. I know. Well, I don't. I empathize. Not like this. Like what then? What lesson? You think he's going to go to jail? You think he's going to have a trial? You think there'll be justice in Alkenstar? No. There is no... This whole time, I'm like, outcome things to stop him from bleeding... There is comically little justice in your city, and I am so sorry for that. This is about you. This is about the person you become if the cycle of violence perpetuates itself. He's lost. He knows it. His associates have abandoned him. He has whatever sense of honor he had. in shreds on the ground. Person I'll become. Violence begets violence, begets violence, begets violence, and it's an endless, constant cycle unless you take hard... There's just like a stop stammer. My sister is a tiefling. My family... Entirely too many orcs where I come from. Demonic influence is incredibly common. The amount of ruins in... I'm rambling the point 
is I'm very familiar with people who are mad, people who are angry, people who have a little voice in the back of their head that says violence, that says cause harm, that says rip and tear and rip and eat and repeat. My sister is a lore speaker of the Magambia, one of the most prestigious schools on the face of this planet. You know how she got there? She got there by not following the cycle that maybe not her father, but whatever got into her bloodline that made her feel that way, didn't follow it, became somebody entirely different, entirely respectable. You can too. Please just make a good choice. Omen draws out, and the camera just shows Reficule guns to raise. I don't know how easy it is to stop bleeding while staring pleading at someone, but I'm doing that. So I guess, Reficule, the first question is as Saruk begins to administer first aid before he gets a chance to make his check, is Reficule at least. Pausing, or is Refugio taking the shot right now? Don't make me make a request. I'll do it. Refi. Oh, but I, well, I think it's if it's come down to that moment, I think I'm going to roll. Refi. A will save. What is Anita's words calling to him from down the hall say? Does it uh, does it alter this roll with a bonus or a penalty? Oh, it's up to Refugio. What is Anita saying? I know that he was an asshole. He wasn't very good to you. You and I, we didn't grow up. We didn't have the luxury of being surrounded by other examples other than violence. Before all of this, I would say, go ahead and shoot him. Knowing you the way that I do know you now, I don't think that's going to be enough for you. Him dying isn't going to change the fact that he hurt you. So maybe making him live and seeing how much of a rat he's become would help heal all the hurt that he did. There's not much I could say. You and I were both not very emotionally intelligent. However, logically, I think that if you kill him now, it's not going to give you a lot of reprieve. It's still your choice, but I hope you don't. I mean, it's up to Refi if this is going to come down to a will save based on the words that your friends have said to you, what they've pleaded with you. You can give yourself a circumstance penalty or bonus for this role as you feel is most narratively appropriate. All right, so I'm going to ask you then. I'll give you I'll give the audience also a little bit of insight into Reficule. Reficule's alignment is lawful evil. But he has a code. Very short list on that of codes, but what lately the code has been look out for your friends and follow your friends. They're better than you. But the code before that, the code he's learned even before Muglin picked him up as an urchin from the street, 
when he was ridiculed in the orphanage and sent off to work in the factories as a small child. Who was that in this world? In the world of Alkenstar? The code you live by is an eye for an eye. So, this is a will save to try to pretty much go against my very nature. I'll let you set the DC. Very interesting. So, <laughs> standard DC by level dictates that the save is a 23, I believe. Double checking that. 23 is the standard DC at this level. I feel like conflicting things here. Given what you said, I think the DC for this, I would make 24. Sorry. Yeah, 24. So one harder than usual. But on the other side of that, you said the code comes down to your following your friends because they are better than you. Every single one of your friends here are telling you not to do this. So I would say make it a DC 23. Sorry. Uh, I almost let's make it a DC 24 will save with the plus two circumstance bonus from follow your friends. All right. Follow your friends bonus. I have to roll a 10 or higher. What does the dice say? <laughs> that's a will save it's exactly exactly <laughs> enough to uh, steady your hand Richard you absolute trauma queen god damn it <laughs> you see Raficule eyes hard as they've ever been his hands trembling for a moment and then steady. Instead of his childhood and the trauma reliving over and over again and him falling from the fingers being lived over and over again, new memories start to push in, start to take over. Kojak and Annie taking care of a broken and nearly dead reficule. Hal and his dog always ready with a shot and a cigarette fights with Saruk but then Saruk coming in without question and having Ruffy's back and all of his friends having his back and the, I'll unclick the hammer and lower the pistol found a real family now and I have found the bravest man in Alkenstar Rook Muglin is still dying in your arms we've averted one crisis but I need you to make a DC 17 medicine check to stabilize Muglin 17 okay I can die after all this. Right. <laughs> Good enough. 
20 is enough to stabilize him. So you can feel him slipping away, but you're able to bring him to stabilizing and he is not in danger of currently dying. He is stable, unconscious in your arms. I'm going to just like fire him and carry him out of the building. Charcosa, do what you want with this subordinate. I assume she's somewhere in earshot. Sure, she shows up at that moment and hears with like a rallying crew behind her and hears you say that. Some fucking big man. There's actually um, an active trap not far from where you are, but it's not a good mm. narrative beat for that, so I will go ahead and ignore <laughs> that. <laughs> of course there is. You just, you just, you just see a Refi's death screams as he just as he walks away. I did it. I'm <laughs> yeah. taking the steps to become a better. Oh ah! yeah, you you are able to sort of carry Mugland up from the depths of the Gilded Hall. This whole time this has been going on, like. Hal, you've been sort of absent from the middle of this scene. You were closer to death than almost anyone than uh, rather than Mugland. Uh, what's Hal's doing in the back of the in the other room as this is unfolding? Anything? He's just watching over this person, just waiting. And I think when he sees Saruk or Anita and, and or Saruk probably walk back with uh, Mugland first, and then as Reficule walks out. He'll glance at Muglin and then he'll glance back at Reficule and he'll take another glance at Muglin and then look at Reficule and hmm. Too bad. And I'll offer him a cigarette. I'll take it. Just nod towards Hal. I'm defined. Um. Yeah. That uh, young lady. What's your name? What's she sound like? I can almost hear in my head. Why is she asking for a baguette? <laughs> wee wee She's wee. That's how she goes. Why is she going to the bathroom? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I, I do think, though, um, as. <laughs> as as you know, Saruk's fireman carrying away Mugland, and then Hal kind of rushes up and shares the cigarette with uh, Reficule. Anita, you're like the last one, kind of coming down the hall, I think. And you you look to where like Mugland's unconscious body was, and when he fell, his you know strike his really nice, super inlaid uh, pistol is like lying there on the ground, uh, still like that blood on plan all along. Oh, was it okay? Well. You look down and see the see his pistol. What would Anita like to do? Uh, she grabs it, wraps it in one of her clothes, and then makes a mental note to offer it to Ruffy. Maybe later. Later. Sorry. Talk me. I feel like Annie would like go be like, oh, I'm going to help Saruk with, uh, you know, stabilizing. <laughs> really. she's, she's just like, Phil's just like picking pockets. <laughs> 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 Oh, look at all um, these bullets. Look at all this money he had to pay his fucking debt. What a piece of shit. Who knows where that money went? I mean, if, if, if Reficue couldn't kill him, she might as well just steal from him. 
So I'll 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 add the striking striking pistol to your inventory. I'll also add he's got three more of those acid bullets on him that you are able to recover. Um, nice. I think I think there's a narrative shot where like we're back outside in Alcanstar. It's like late. The storm has kicked up, so like it's coming down heavy outside. The streets are running really thick with like the grime. The first good rain in a while, washing that like smog covered grime from the faces of all the buildings the cobblestone streets out here are sort of thick with the dust being washed away as you guys emerge from below the blacksmith out into the streets of Alkenstar. you've done what you set out to do you've at least retrieved Muglin what do you do now? So Saruk is going to when we when we get back to the like street level, I'm gonna manifest Kijak, pull down the helmet, look as Majogwin champion as can possibly do, and like in broad daylight down the busiest thoroughfare of Alkenstar, carry Mugland over my shoulder. We should probably go to the barrel and bullet. Phoebe will shit herself. Boy, as like as Saruk is parading Muglin, like I'll kind of stand right next to Ruffy real quick, elbow him until I get his attention. Takes at least more than one elbow as he's kind of staring off into nothing. Elbows him until she gets his attention. Right, what, what, what? All right, so you know, I have a gift or like just an offering. And then she pulls out the pistol. Does it look familiar to you? I mean, I'm assuming so. It also came with three acid bullets. Now, I have thoughts on what to do with it, but I want to see what you want to do with it first. You want to take acid right now? No, maybe later. I'll tell you. But no, but with a with a pistol though, what do you want to do with it? Just messing with Annie. I'm. Uh, I put the bullets. I'll uh put the bullets in my little bullet holders on my belt. Even handling them with bare skin will like hurt you, so you got to make sure to like keep it like gloved. You know what I mean? I think in this moment, I I welcome the pain, and uh... fair enough. <sighs> Got some like emo music blaring in the. Got my wrist and black my eyes. <laughs> exactly. Never imagine this moment without Muglin dead. Hmm. How does that feel? To be honest, right now, can more confusing than anything. I could understand that, like. We always want vindication out of the people that harmed us. I really do believe that there's not a lot of reprieve once you like end someone's life. I think I think that it's more satisfying seeing them suffer a little bit. It's like through their suffering pieces like broken pieces of ourselves heal because in their suffering there's a bit of penance in it i don't know never felt that 
never felt anything really. Mm. Just the way it had to be. Well, not everything is very black and white. That's what I learned recently, recently, of course. It kind of makes life a little bit mm, fun to see that it's very multicolored. And it's not just the two. Variances are very are welcomed right now. And maybe this variance you could embrace. Maybe. Then again, your feelings are your feelings. Earlier when I saw you stand over him, I just wanted... Though, admittedly, there was a part of me that just wanted to say, yeah, go ahead and shoot him. Especially after what he did to you. The only feeling I've ever known is anger. I don't have that. What am I supposed to do now? I disagree. I don't think it's just anger. Because when you're just an angry person, you wouldn't really be protective over your friends. So, I guess there's love in there too. I heard that there's different types of love. There's the love that, you know, like Kojak has for me, which is the I mean, I'm not going to explain it, but it's not just anger that's running through that, Ravi. There's some kindness in there, some generosity, some patience. If you want patient, then you could have, like, just shot at Saruk the, the first time he disagreed with you. But you didn't. Tempted. Mm -hmm. I know, but... Still out of it. <laughs> but your patience comes in so it's not it's not really just anger you're just more familiar with anger because that's what you were surrounded with I would have said you're crazy before tonight but now maybe you're right maybe you're right should I apologize to Hal for killing his roommate I think so hmm what about Shoma? What? Oh, yeah, I killed Shoma. What? Wait, Ruffy, you're saying this out loud? You know, Saruk is out there. What the fuck did you do? I thought, I thought, I thought you, he, I thought he left. I killed you. I killed him. Oh my god. I don't, I don't know how you could apologize to Shoma because he's fucking dead. But yes, what well, I was planning with a pistol earlier is that we could go to the junkyard. Remember where that acid was? We could just throw it in there and then, you know, let the past be past. Start anew. Welcome all these feelings. Take a look at it. It's, is it a plus one? It's a plus one striking dueling pistol. Yep. <laughs> Would I be able to disassemble it enough to be able to take out the rune right now? It's a little more involved than doing it on a walk across Alkenstar on a walk and talk, but it's possible too with some with a beat and some downtime. The crafter raises her hand. I'll just say, could you just, uh, you know, that bit of magic that's in we put in our weapons. Hmm. Just take this, take the, try to take that out for a moment. All right. No problem. It's done. I'll look at 
at the pistol again. It's not even worth the junkyard. I'm just similar, very similar to a scene early on, almost mimicking Hal in, in the exact same motions in the rain. I'm just going to chuck the dueling pistol into the night, into a trash pile somewhere. There's like the clang as it bounces around some like trash barrels, the weapon discarded. And here, like you kind of like do that. And as you're watching it sail, your eyes drift up just momentarily. And through the thick fog, the rain has somehow parted the fog enough. As you look up, Ruffy, there is just the smallest patch of clear sky and the stars visible above. Hal's in the back and he's walking and he'll he'll look at the back of Ruffy and any talking and I guess Viper's probably walking next to him and he has a, a flashback and what you see is a blue-haired person in a dim tavern somewhere talking to somebody at a table and there's an envelope that gets slid across and it disappears. Then Hal takes flashback to current times and there's Hal takes a big drag on a cigarette and flicks it into the, the water that's draining on the side of the road and he'll glance back up at Reptikil and reach under his blanket and pull out that envelope and open it up and you see a picture of Reptikil with the words wanted on top of it and he'll glance again at it and then let Reptikil and then he'll crumple it up and throw it in that water and let it drift away and light up a new cigarette and continue forward. Yeah, I think when we get to Smoke's side is what the poor part of town is called. Brain heck. I want to... The whole the goal here is like... I see. So in that case, I want to take a little bit longer and go like throughout Smoke's. So not far, not hours in, but long enough that like... The hoi polloi of Alkenstar, the the people who are downtrodden by people just like this dude who I'm carrying on my shoulder can see his current predicament. I think if like that apartment from way back, Aldo's place is anywhere near close by, I walk out in front of there, not trying to be showboaty, but just like justice for the people has been done. Let the people see it and have a night of revelry. 